Is your child struggling with lying, but you haven't had much success in getting to the heart of the issue? Have you tried everything you know to try, but you aren't seeing any change? Well, then this is not an episode for you. This is an episode for your kids. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. If you enjoy this podcast and find it encouraging, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a monthly or even a one-time donation? Whether it's a dollar a month or $20 a month, your support helps to sustain this podcast and keep it on the air. If you feel led to partner with us, just go to gingerhubbard.com support to donate any amount. Thank you listeners so much for your support, which enables us to further our mission to help parents reach the hearts of their children for the glory of God. If you're a homeschooling mom like me, then you know the excitement of peeling that protective film off a set of curricula complete with brand new lesson plans. But as we all know, a week or so into those plans, life happens. Someone gets sick. Someone leaves their spelling book at the soccer field. Someone gets stuck on a math concept. And suddenly, those lesson plans are completely obsolete. This is one of the many reasons I'm excited to introduce you to the BJU Press Homeschool Hub. When life inevitably happens and our plans change, the Hub calendar makes any necessary assignment adjustments with just a few clicks of a mouse. But that's not all it can do. I can look at the Hub dashboard and quickly see how my kids have progressed through their courses, what assignments they need to finish, and how many lessons they have before each course is completed. There's also a grade book that will track graded assignments and create report cards. My favorite part is that I can keep track of our wonderful BJU press courses as well as any other outside resources. So I have one tool that keeps track of everything. It's almost like they asked a bunch of homeschoolers, hey, what's the most stressful part of homeschooling? And then they developed an awesome tool to alleviate those issues. Next, I hope they'll get to work on the housekeeping hub. To find out more about BJU Press Homeschool Hub, go to BJUPressHomeschool.com and watch the video to learn more. Again, that's BJUPressHomeschool.com. Well, listeners, you've heard us right. This is our second episode just for kids. Ginger has co-authored an adorable children's book series with Al Rowland. You've heard us mention Al. He's our podcast tech guy. I know he loves being called our tech guy, Um, (laughs) who's been promoted to co-authoring children's books with Ginger. Their series is called Teaching Children to Use Their Words Wisely. The first two books in the series released in February, so we thought it would be fun to introduce them to our listeners by having Ginger read the stories to your kids. If your kids missed the episode where Ginger read Sam and the Sticky Situation, which is a book about whining, well, that was in episode 63, and it's called A Story for Kids About Whining. Even if your children don't struggle with whining, it's a charming story that encourages them to obey and please God above all things and the value of self-control. So, Ginger, for our listeners who may have missed that episode, how about you give a brief description of the story that you read? Sure. I read the book, Sam and the Sticky Situation. In the story, Sam figures out that he's able to get what he wants when he whines. But during a trip to the fair, Sam finds himself in quite the sticky situation when all of his whining leads him to being covered in cotton candy and stuck on top of a Ferris wheel. After a series of super silly events that not only affect Sam, but also everyone around him, in the end, Sam learns that nothing he wants is more important than pleasing God and that there's better ways to communicate than whining. So again, if you and your kids missed that episode, it was number 63 and called A Story for Kids About Whining. 
So on to today's episode about lying. Parents, if you're listening to this episode and your kids aren't with you, now would be a really good time to hit pause because you don't want your kids to miss this fun story with a great message about lying. Ginger, before you read the story, why don't you tell our young listeners why you wanted to write a story for them about lying? Sure. I wanted to help you guys understand why lying is wrong and why it's always best to tell the truth. In the Bible, in Proverbs 12, 22, it says the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. Now, hopefully none of us lie on a daily basis, but I think if we're honest, we've all told a lie, maybe to make ourselves look good or to impress someone, or maybe because we just didn't want to get in trouble. Uh, We didn't want to have to suffer consequences for something that we said or did. Basically, we lie because we want to be in control of what others think about us and how others respond to us. But when we try to take control of the thoughts and responses of others by lying, we're not trusting that God is in control. Lying also hurts our relationships with other people. Relationships are built on trust. So when we lie, we break that trust and we hurt those relationships. That's why the Bible says, do not lie to each other and to speak truthfully. God wants us to love and trust and stay close to him and to one another. That's why he talks a lot about being truthful in the Bible. And when he talks about the importance of being truthful, he's not just talking to kids. Adults sometimes struggle with lying too. As a matter of fact, in the story I'm about to read to you called Chloe in the Closet of Secrets, God uses Chloe's dad confessing his own lie and asking for forgiveness to encourage Chloe to do the same. Here's the story. It was just after dawn, I lay still in my bed, as sweet dreams from the night whirled around in my head. When all of a sudden, Dad yelled, don't be late, get up and get moving, we're leaving at eight. I am up, I replied, with no effort to rise. I rolled over slowly, and I covered my eyes. And that's when I felt it down under my sheet. It was wiggling wildly, tickling my feet. I jumped up with a start when it crawled on my knee. I yanked back the blanket and I looked underneath. As soon as it saw me, it bounced off my bed. A strange-looking creature, small, fluffy, and red. I don't hear you moving, Dad said through the door. Are you all dressed and ready? Have you finished your chore? My heart started pounding when I answered, Yes, Dad. I'd not emptied my trash, and I sort of felt bad. And then out of nowhere, a new creature appeared. Kind of cute like the first, but it growled and it sneered. It was fluffy and pink and obnoxiously brash. It spun in small circles while juggling the trash. It had only one tooth and an eye-colored blue. It bounced over my books and it drooled on my shoe. It emptied my toy box and knocked over my shelf, then rolled around laughing as if proud of itself. What a mess you have made. You stop, I commanded. Get into my closet right now, I demanded. The red and pink fluffs did as they were told. As I opened the door, in the closet they rolled. Hidden way in the back, they would stay for a while. Now my secrets are safe, I thought with a smile. On my way down to breakfast, I knocked over Jay's train. It wasn't on purpose, so no need to explain. My brother heard the crash. Did you do this, he asked. It wasn't me, I grinned, and I shrugged as he passed. Then I heard a loud pop. A new fluff had appeared. It stood by my brother. It was purple and weird. It looked funny and odd with humongous flat toes. It had long droopy ears and an upside down nose. And that's when I realized each word that wasn't true made a new fluff appear. But now what could I do? 
I had to act quickly. I hurried to my room. We would all be leaving for Aunt Bernadette soon. I opened my closet, not a moment to spare, but what was inside gave me reason to stare. The first two were bigger, more than tripled in size. They would surely get out and expose all my lies. I tossed in the new fluff, another dark secret. To cover for myself, I'd just have to keep it. My aunt waved from her porch as my family arrived. My two cousins were there, and they had a surprise. A chocolate brown puppy was jumping all around. It licked Jay on his face as he knelt on the ground. We too have a puppy, but he's calm and he's fun. It just flowed from my mouth. What a tale I had spun. And then out of thin air, another fluff showed up. It was stumbling around with its foot in a cup. It hung from the curtains, then it swirled on the fan. It buzzed through the kitchen, and it dove in a pan. The fluff would not stop. It was twirling so fast. With a cat in its mouth, it was having a blast. Like lightning, it bolted from one place to the next. It seemed to be dizzy and somewhat perplexed. It bumped into a wall and danced a funny jig, then peeked out from under my Aunt Bernadette's wig. I would hide this one, too. I could not be found out. Mom and Dad could not know what these fluffs were about. In my pocket it went as it let out a groan. It would have to stay there until I was back home. After the long drive back to my bedroom, I ran with a new fluff to add to my growing fluff clan. When I looked in my closet, I was shocked and dismayed. I felt worry and dread and a little afraid. The fluffs had grown bigger and much stronger, no doubt. They pushed on my closet, trying hard to get out. I tossed in the new one, making matters much worse. With four creatures pushing, it was ready to burst. It's time to eat dinner, Mom called from downstairs. I had to do something, so I blocked them with chairs. At the table we sat, as we did every night, but time with my family just did not feel right. We held hands as Dad prayed. Thank you, God, for this food. And forgive me today, I said something untrue. When I left work this week, I said my job was done, but I had not finished. What a tale I had spun. I have to admit it, Dad confessed with a sigh. I wanted to get home, but it's still wrong to lie. I looked up at my mom and then over at my dad. My lies had been growing, and this made me feel sad. I felt my chest tighten in that moment I knew. If Dad could be honest, I could be honest too. I asked my family, will you come to my room? This wouldn't be easy, but it had to stop soon. With my head hanging low, up the stairs we all went. I felt heavy inside. My emotions were spent. The closet was bulging. They were sure to escape. I was losing control at a very fast rate. I could not contain them. I was dripping in sweat while my heart overflowed with remorse and regret. As hinges went flying and knobs sprang from the door, the fluffs tumbled out, landing hard on the floor. We stood shocked in my room with our mouths open wide. All my secrets exposed. There was nowhere to hide. Then conviction set in like a weight in the air. I had been trapped in my lies. I had been bound and ensnared. I confessed to my parents the big lies I had told. They were kind to forgive me. They were kind to not scold. I called my two cousins. I confessed to them, too. I'd made up the puppy, but they already knew. Then as quick as a snap, just as they had appeared, with a pop and a flash, the fluff gang disappeared. I hugged Mom tightly. I really felt better. Then the one with the nose crept out of my dresser. That made me remember something else I must do. 
Will you forgive me, Jay, for the lie I told you? The last fluff was trembling as we hugged and we grinned. Then with a spark of light, poof, it vanished. And then I cried out to Jesus, all my lies I confessed. Guilt and shame were removed. I was no longer stressed. And then something changed, something deep in my heart. Through forgiveness in Christ came a new and fresh start. My sins were all covered. Jesus took all my bad because of his grace. I don't have to stay sad. I wiped all my tears. I am clean now, I stated. God's forgiveness is good. I should not have waited. No more lies to cover. No more fluffs to hide. My guilt is now gone, and I feel so alive. I am happy and thankful. I was blind. Now I see. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Praise the Lord. I am free. The end. Ginger, I love the story because it's a good reminder to us all how lying damages our relationships with God and with others and how it leads us into this vicious cycle and bondage of trying to cover over our sins. That's right, Katie. One lie usually leads to another, but when we confess our sins and ask God to forgiveness, He always will. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. He also gives us the courage to go make our relationships right with others by being truthful. And Ginger, something else that I appreciate about the book is that you have a parent page to help children understand what lying is and all the different ways we can lie, why it's wrong, and how they can turn to Jesus for help. Yeah, the parent page is great for helping parents understand the heart issue behind lying and how they can address it from a biblical perspective in ways that young children can easily understand. So kids, today's story was Chloe and the Closet of Secrets, a book about lying. And don't forget that the other book in the series, Sam and the Sticky Situation, a book about whining, is also available. So now is the time to ask your parents to get both books for you or to put it on your Christmas list or your birthday list. And you guys will just love the colorful and quirky illustrations because they are so much fun. Parents, stay tuned, and I'll tell you how you can get a discount on both books in just a few minutes. Ginger, before you leave our young listeners with a final word of encouragement, I wanted to let our grown-up listeners who might be new to the podcast know that we have a whole episode on what parents can do to help children who struggle with lying. We talked about how to get to the heart of lying, wrong ways to deal with it, and we also gave examples of conversations you can have with your children to help them understand what God's Word says about the importance of being truthful. So if you missed that episode and would like some practical help with this issue, it was episode number 12 called When Kids Lie. All right, Ginger, how about that final word of encouragement for our young listeners today? Sure. I hope you guys enjoyed this story. Uh, If you struggle with lying, I don't think you're going to have a problem with crazy little fluffs appearing, but lying is a problem because lying dishonors God and damages relationships. So I encourage you to always be honest and always speak the truth, even when it's the hard thing to do, because not only does that honor and please God, but it also establishes a firm foundation of trust, which strengthens your relationship with others. So whenever you're tempted to tell a lie, or if you've already told a lie, and need to confess, ask Jesus to help you and he will. Thank you, Ginger. And thank you, kids and parents for joining us. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And while you're there, can you leave us a rating or review? This is a huge help for us to get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. 
If you have a parenting question, we invite you to submit it at gingerhubbard.com slash askginger, and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to anything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on gingerhubbard.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering both of her children's books, co-authored with Al Rowland, at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubbard.com. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. Speaking of encouragement, Ginger is now offering live stream presentations for MOPs, Mothers of Preschoolers, and other moms groups. For more information, have your group coordinator fill out the contact form at gingerhubbard.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God.